that's a sort of freedom, like an intrinsic knowledge, like you are part ocean, ocean is part you. You have salt water in your body. You are part of this. Oceans, life underwater. A new podcast all about the oceans and the mind-blowing life within them. Subscribe now to Oceans, Life Underwater on your favorite podcast app. This episode is sponsored by Hinge, the app designed to be deleted. Laura, can I ask you a question? Always. Please tell me why guys should date me. And just so you know, I'm going to record your answer because I can use this on Hinge because they've got this thing. It's like a voice prompt where you can ask your friends for their take on why people should date you, which I just think is great. Okay, people should date you because, oh, you are just the most beautiful soul. You're like a rainbow in human form. You're just so pure and sweet and you find the good in everyone. Anyone would be so lucky to have you i promise you it wasn't for the ego trip okay and it's just it's so much easier as well when you're dating it's so difficult to pull out like the nice things about you it's like writing a job profile isn't it getting the friends involved it's great for a confidence boost but then also to see what other people say about you thanks again to hinge for sponsoring this episode of go love yourself and don't forget to download hinge and give the voice prompts a try hello lovely listeners it's laura here because i have some very exciting news to share with you. We are getting back on the road and doing not one, not two, but three live shows before the end of the year and tickets are out now. All of the shows are going to be in Bush Hall in London. Basically think of it as a go love yourself residency at this point. Our first one is going to be on the 30th of October and it's going to be our Halloween party. So make sure you get those tickets ASAP so you can see everyone's fabulous outfits. You can find more information and the link to the tickets in the episode description and all across our Instagram at go love yourself pod. We cannot wait to see you there. This is a crowd podcast. Welcome to Go Love Yourself. Do you know what a drenny poo is? A drenny poo, because I feel like that now. No. <laughs> yeah, when you're excited, you feel like you need a shit. <laughs> You've just given me that now, and I'm like, I'm only going to bed and cooking spaghetti bolognese. Hardly anywhere to go. <laughs> Oh my God, we have such an exciting episode for you today with not one, but two brilliant guests. One of them you may have heard of, it's only bloody Katie Price. Uh, and we're also joined by her fabulous sister, Sophie, who she co-hosts the brand new podcast, The Katie Price Show with. So hello, both of you, and welcome to Go Love Yourself. Oh, hello. We were talking about fivesomes <laughs> before this, and it's all gotten very polite and very formal. I don't know why. That would be a headline. <laughs> this is my first fivesome ever. So we have got something on Go Love Yourself called The Bag of Dicks, and it's basically, we put something in the bag of dicks every week that's pissed us off. It could be anything anything so both sophie and katie is there something you want to put in the bag of dicks this week yeah edf 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 <laughs> edf energy yeah because they've come oh, out okay. and checked my bloody meters and then i've got an 18 grand bill <gasps> and then another one for five grand in one week so oh, jess has called them to say why is she done what's this and they're like oh no she, she hasn't got that well why am i getting letters for it so we've now set up direct debits for them so they can't make that mistake and they'll make sure they don't send me any more letters oh, well done 
they've pissed me Adulting off. Adulting right there. That's very, uh, honestly, 100 guesses as well. I wouldn't have gone that Katie Price is in the back of dicks with EDF energy. There you go. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on in, Sophie. What's yours? Um, estate agents. They are game players. Yeah, they just want their commission. And I just think even like renting now, if you want to go and rent somewhere... They choose, you get, they get like loads of people now and they choose. It's so different to back in the day. Lucky I don't have to do that. I'm with you. I'm moving house at the moment and they're all useless sack of shits. So I have to yes. say all of them. Sorry to any estate agents listening. We love you, but stop it. <laughs> so for anyone that doesn't know uh, or hasn't listened yet to the Katie Price show, can you tell us a little bit about it and what the idea, like how did it come about? No, it's literally just me and Kate catching up for an hour every week and I don't know how people are interested but I think what it is they can relate to our our conversations because it's like everyday life it's not about all glitz and glamour although we go over stories of that I think we just have a moan up and and then we read out what trolls have said which we love that oh yeah that's that's funny we quite like absolutely that absolutely love a troll that slags the part podcast off especially when one said it's like watching paint dry and i said well then don't watch it just listen to it oh, like, <laughs> do you know what i mean but they still took the time to write the message and send it so i say thank you for your energy for doing oh, that no. do you guys ever get any trolls or anything like that not as much now when um I don't know if you know, I was on the Bake Off, but I got trolled to shit after oh, that, really? like horrific. Did you? Death threats, because I got through over someone else. They had like the press outside my house. It was during lockdown, I think like Daily Mail had nothing better to do. <laughs> it was it was a bit rough. But what what about you? Because like, I imagine, is it still constant, like trolling and also like the the media? Like, because you, you, I feel like you do. I think unfairly, you get picked apart so much. Like you're constantly under scrutiny. Well, luckily for the podcast and the shows that I do now, like a lot of the people do say we actually really like you because they've judged me by the media because the mm. media feel like they own me and they just write whatever they want. They get a pitch and write whatever they want and it's never good and it never, ever is good. You know, they say once you're up, you come down. I've never even been up. I'm still climbing that ladder because <laughs> I'm always getting knocked down. Obviously, I've had therapy and still have therapy to deal with because there's been horrific stuff and when I had like my breakdown like four years ago and they were still writing stuff even when I was in the mm, priory do yeah, you remember yeah. so they're still writing about that and they're not really allowed yeah. to do that and it's like just give me a break even uh, our mum our mum's just had a lung lung transplant and she uh, was in a coma at this time yeah, she, she was in a coma and one of the one newspaper basically quoted mum and we were like she's in a coma like what? Oh my like slagging God. me off saying her mum said this she's not happy and we're like there's absolutely no way my mum could have said this she's in a coma it's things like that that's distasteful and then I get drones over my house all the time a lot but there's nothing else around my house there's no reason but they go over to the garden centre and pop the drones up and then they wait on the motorbikes at each end of the road on walkie talkies it's like I don't, I don't understand it. So what I try and do now is try and do my own pictures on a phone or something if I'm out and about just to stop them doing it. I do find, though, also like now in regards to like the trolling comments, you almost go numb to it now. Like you don't look at it and get yeah. like, oh, my God, oh, they've have someone saying this about me or whatever. You just you shut down. But that's down. what's not healthy because I've yeah, done it for yeah, so many yeah. years. This is what I learned in therapy because I've put up with so many stories you know I've been doing this industry since I was 17 and I think the first headline I had on the front page of the sun 
was about Teddy Sheringham, a footballer. I'd never even done anything on it. I only went on a date. Didn't even have sex, nothing. And the front page was on my bed, Ted, instead of on your head, Ted. Mm. And I remember it was my manager who set me up to meet him. And she was the only person that knew. And then she phoned me up going, oh, my God, darling, you're not going to believe this. You're the front page of the sun. You know, I'd literally just start. I was only like 18. Mm. And I was mortified because it wasn't true. And then he didn't want to see me again after that. And it, like till this day, it wasn't me who did yeah. that. Um, so now I'm like 45. I've had so many stories. And then after a while, you're like, yeah, no, it doesn't bother me in interviews. No, it doesn't bother me because you have to learn to deal with it. And then it all kept caught up yeah. when I had my breakdown about everything. And it's not it's not healthy to think, oh, I'll give it, you know, who cares? When, it, when I am human, I have got feelings and it does hurt. But I suppose you've just got to learn to deal with it. And it, it is exhausting mentally to, to deal with it. But these journalists, it be, it's yeah. like, I just don't know what they gain out of it. Like, I've done such good things in my life and I still do, like, with my laws. I'm doing trying to do the track um, troll, Harvey's Law. They never write about that. Why? Because it's mm. good. They don't really write about the charity yesterday, only a picture of me and Princess. They don't actually say why we're actually there for the good cause. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. anything they can find to slag me off. But I'm still here, so I'm not going to moan because it's the people who are listening, the people who are there, like, you know, on all the socials, your followers and everything. So... I'm still here because of them people, so I can thank them. And not everyone is horrible. And there's a lot of people who do stick up for me on these socials, so I can only thank them. So that it's not all bad, yeah. but you do get bad. And obviously Harvey gets really mm. trolled and he doesn't understand yeah. it, so I have to be his I voice. I find that really upsetting, like really upsetting. I, I don't know yeah. as a mum like how, how, you, how you cope with that because it's one thing to slag you off. But you're an adult and I just, honestly, I don't know how, how you cope with that. Yeah, I think it's just like the racial abuse he gets. They take the mick about his disability. Mm. Um, there's someone at the moment on um, TikTok. Oh, yeah, I've seen it, yeah. And I must admit, this guy really does look like Harvey. And I, I haven't said his name yet because I'm ready to out him. I'm going to go to the police about him and do it properly because it's a thing now. Mm. Getting all these videos... But I'm not going to lie, he, he does do an impression of Harvey really well. But the thing is, he's he's a normal guy and he's just getting followers for doing it. Do you know what I mean? And it's yeah. got to stop. It's not funny. Like, we can all take the piss yeah. out of each other like, and we can all have humour because we all want to be matter-of-fact and have humour and take the piss. But you know when you're, you've yeah, gone too far. Yeah, of course. And to do it to someone who's, like, vulnerable with disabilities, Innocent, doesn't understand. Yeah. But the funny yeah. thing is, I did a video and showed Harvey the person... I went, Harvey, who's that? And you went, it's Harvey. Oh, because gosh. it looks like him. So even Harvey <laughs> thought it was him. I'm like, no, Harv, that's not you. That's someone being horrible about you, Harv. Mm. And then he just went, what a dick. Is that what he said? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, what a dick. Yeah. Put him in the bag of dicks. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, put him in the bag of dicks. The thing is, the trolls are always going to be there. You're never going to stop it. No. And half the time, if you met these people, or these people met me in life, they they wouldn't say it. It's, they don't actually know mm. me. They just go on by media and stuff. I am mm. crazy and nuts. Don't get me wrong. I am nuts and crazy, but I actually don't do anything bad. Mm. I'm not a bad person. Do you know what I mean? I do like to have a laugh and I'm just honest. And sometimes I'm too honest and that's what gets me into trouble. But I'm, I'm starting to grow up. 
<laughs> I feel like you're quite unique in that. And I, and I find this so sad is that I think a lot of people hate follow you. Yes. And I don't get it. I've noticed I, that. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, I, I you know, a long time ago, I, I, I stopped reading the Daily Mail seven years ago because it made me feel like shit. So did I. I deleted the app. Oh, I, oh, I like to look at Daily Mail before I go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> scroll through it (laughs) and same with like following people that I don't like or don't make me feel good or whatever you grow up and you move on but there seems to be a lot of people who do hate follow you if I'm honest and it's it's just baffling to me I've never heard that expression I'm gonna nick that off you I'm gonna put that in my pocket I just just think that's it they follow you just to just to be dicks because you know I've looked at you know some of the comments that you get it's just unbelievable like how are we in 2023 and people are still doing this online like I just don't get it and so it's the boring ones when they're like talk about surgery or plastic or this that it's like yawn that's so boring i admit what i have done <laughs> big deal yeah. do you know what i mean so what and, and that's another thing there's so many people out there who have had nips tucks or surgery or you know and they don't tell anyone about it even though you, it's obvious they have fair enough if they don't want to say it, but mm. i don't care telling people what i've had done and i'm like I actually really don't care because if I've had a procedure and it hurts or whatever, I'll be like, oh, don't do that. Like I had my lips dissolved and I did it live on TikTok. And there were people in the background going, is she all right? Because it was like I was giving birth, the noises I was making, because it hurt so much. (laughs) It was horrific. But I don't mind sharing it because it's real. People got to remember, when you have Mm. surgery, you don't just, you've got the middle bit. And people have to understand when you have surgery, you come out of surgery and you've got to go through all the pain all the swelling down, all of this before yeah. you get the right picture. But people don't ever show that in between, whereas I do. That's mm. the difference. It's it's not fun having surgery. It is painful. And you've got to go through the stages of it, you know? Yeah. Look at you like, yeah. Totally understand, yeah. <laughs> A lot of people will say, like, and we, again, talk about trials or just anyone, because I feel like because you are so honest and I think you are a really genuine person and you because you've been in the public eye since you were so young, I almost feel like people feel like they kind of, like you said, like the press feel like they kind of own you or whatever. And, like, I, I find that really odd yeah and I, f- I feel like we live in a society in a world where like there's so much pressure to be slim and beautiful and look yeah like, beautiful yeah. and then so then you, you have these like procedures whatever because you're kind of constantly told like you look like shit then you have them and then it's like oh you've gone too too far like do you sort of feel like you can't win because a lot of people do say like that they think you've like gone too too far but it's your choice oh, God, isn't it? yeah but what i'd say back at them is they don't know jordan now jordan because even my younger kids are like, who's Jordan? I'm like, oh, just 20 years of stuff you don't know. People have got to remember, when I started, it is pure hard work. It was, there was no Instagrams, no social media whatsoever. So I literally was in competition with girls and you only had newspapers and magazines. So I've grafted and I did it natural apart from my boobs. So I did it natural without yeah. airbrushing, without filters. So I know deep down, I may, I was a model, a proper model for like 20 odd years. And, you know, I mean, I'm 45 now. So if I choose to do something to my face, I will. But I know deep down, I did the journey natural. Whereas now you get girls, you know, 18 upwards who are having all these procedures on their face and lips. I know I do. But I am 45 and they all look the same. And when you see them on Instagram or whatever, the feel, don't get me wrong, I use filters, but I also admit I'm old enough to make, I've done my career doing my modelling. So 
I'm old enough to do it, but they're so young. What are they going to look like when they're 45? And that's the mm. worry. You know, some people have to not just take their money and just fill their lips or their faces because they all look like aliens, a lot of them. Mm. I think some, yeah, it's, it's hard. Like I'm all for body autonomy. I think people should do whatever they want. But I do find it a bit worrying when you see young girls, like you say, like that don't need all the fillers and stuff because yeah. they've got no wrinkles, like putting all that yeah. stuff in their face. And like you said, it's almost like everyone wants to look the same. And if you've got yeah. like a bigger nose or whatever, when whereas before that would be like character, it's like, no, I want it like everyone else's. And I find that really yeah. sad. I sit here because I think I sound like a hypocrite. I'm definitely not a hypocrite because I'm trying to put across to people, I have surgery, I know I do. My mum's always like, what are you doing next? You don't need this, you need that. I've never thought I'm good looking and I still don't. Maybe I've got body dysmorphia and I have to admit I've got body dysmorphia because I'm always changing stuff. And I know sometimes when I've gone too far, I've been there done with all the fillers. I don't have fillers now. I do in my lips and I have Botox because it got to a point where my face just looked like a balloon, like really shiny mm. in the balloon. You've got to have some movement. But like I say, my mum says, you can have more surgery in your face. Yes, mum, I'm going to look transparent when I'm older. You'll see all my veins because it would be pulled oh, that much. God. But I'm fine at the minute. I'm getting my lips done this week and I don't need to do anything yet. Not yet, but I will. I'll still continue the journey and probably look like a freak in about 10 years. But that's me. <laughs> well, that's the point, but that's you. And also that's your decision. And so like Laura said, like, we're, we're, I'm very much about body autonomy. And I think probably a conversation that people might have when they see that we've got you on this episode on our podcast is about kind of the, the topic of surgery, but also because we're about loving yourself as you are. But yeah. I'm 34 now, I'm almost 35. And a lot of my friends have started to have Botox and fillers and it's something that just happens. And it's kind of like, there is a conversation of accepting you as you are, but it's also your choice if you want to. It's just about perhaps making sure that you're doing it for the right reasons. So, you know, those younger girls who are like 18 years old and filling their faces with filler, I think perhaps on the whole are doing it for the wrong reasons because they're doing it to fit in or to look yeah. a certain way. Whereas if I want to do it when I'm 40, that's because I want to do it when I'm 40. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, yeah. so it's, it's all about, it's your decision doing it for the right reasons kind of thing. But I will admit, I, there's probably reasons why I've probably, not saying I've got body, I've, well, probably I've got body dysmorphia because I've always, I've always had men say, oh, you're this, you're that. I've always mm. wanted my boobs done, don't get me wrong. Always wanted my boobs done. Um, and I never had my boobs done for a career and I've never had surgery for a man. But because I'm actually quite an insecure person, I want to be loved mm. and that, it's like, I just feel if I do it, it makes me feel better. So there is a yeah. problem psychological somewhere and it's I think it's triggered by men because what you've got to remember, really? they didn't have social media back in the day. Um, and I started Botox was like when I was 27. I think I had my lips done when I was like 23 and they looked hideous. But now, now I do it because I can and I, and I know I'm older. But yeah, maybe before, I don't know, I just felt like that's how I needed to look. I don't, I don't know the answer. But there's obviously underlying reasons why I probably did it. And now I'll probably get to know what they are through, I don't know. More therapy. I don't know. Because my <laughs> mum's always said there's a pattern. She's always like, if you've broken no, up with is. someone or you've done this, you then go and mm. do something to your body or you change your yeah, hair. I or... <laughs> think when you're feeling vulnerable, that's when you tend to do stuff. Mm. I think before in the past, I think it's been 
like a form of self-harm. Mate, I think it probably personally. is, but it doesn't last. And then you move it on because you want something else and else and again and again. And it is addictive surgery. Look at me now, I've started tattoos yeah. and now I want more. Do you think it's fair to say that you, you've got like quite an addictive personality? Like from yes. what you've said, like kind of jumping onto things. I am a typical Gemini. If I want something, I have to have it and I want it now. Like I'll even like tonight, if there's something I found that I wanted on eBay or something... And the only option is if I've got it tonight, I'd make sure I get to Scotland for that thing if I need it. And I've bought a horse once before and I saw it in the picture and videos. I remember Blaze, the one I did Horse of the Year show with. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I said, look, I know I haven't seen the horse, but I want it. Just can you send it down to me? And then I got it the next day and I hadn't even tried the horse. That's what I'm like. So impulsive as well, would you say? Yeah. yeah. But I, I think that comes with me being where Sophie would take a smooth path and I would definitely take the rocky, challenging path. And it's sort of inside, I get excited, like, is it going to work? Oh, my God, what's going to happen? And then I do it and then I wait for the explosion. And then I'm like, oh, whew, there wasn't an explosion on this. Oh, let's push it a bit further. <laughs> and I think that's what I've done in my career. There's been so many press calls I've done where I've dressed up like half a horse. And I was going to say that lips. as soon as you started saying it, I was like, I need to ask her about the horse one. That was iconic. These ideas come in my... I mean, look at me now. Look at Soph's wallpaper and her pillow hiding her <laughs> wallpaper coming off the wall. But then if you look at my... Right, look behind in my office. Office, right I've got Barbie stuck on the wall doing the splits and that I've got a, a naked mannequin cake <laughs> sprinkles with glitter that, that's my head chaos like creative that's helped me and Sophie different and so like with my press school so many people have gone no you can't do that Kate you can't and the more they sat I'm like I can I know it will work I know it will work and then it does. It does. And the, the horse thing is iconic that, what, 15 years later, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's like a, love a it. Halloween <laughs> moment. Do you know what I mean? I, 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 it's so brilliant. But I was going to say, like, so, <laughs> so Sophie, like me, I've got a sister as well. Me and my sister Abby, we're so yeah. different. I'm a bit loud and scatty and she's a bit? sort of... Uh, I'm loud and scatty. <laughs> <laughs> and Abby's not. And we're sort of chalk and cheese in that way. And... That's I think that's what maybe what makes us even closer because we're also very similar. Mm. Like, what are the differences between you both? Oh, I think I'm a, more calmer. Oh, are you joking? <laughs> I am more calmer than you. Right, right, right. right. not with me. Right, this we had this right, discussion. Here we go. So, right, here we go. No, Kate thinks I lose my shit quicker than what she does. She does. I'll tell you why. Here we go. When it's family. You, you, you lose it. because no one fucking listens to me. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most sister moment ever. <laughs> like, so, right, well, fuck off then. I'm not doing this. Like, well, don't then. Then my mum comes. I'm like, sort it out, you two. No. And then so it's like, no. And then I click myself out the family chat. And then so puts me back on the next day. <laughs> I want to go back to talking a little bit about like body image and body confidence. Like how would you describe your relationship with your body and how and how you look now and has that changed over the years? Okay, first of all, I don't do enough self-care. Yes. This is what my therapists say to me all the time. They made me do like a pie chart when I was in the pro. They make you do like a circle, you know, like a pie chart. Mm -hmm. And in that pie chart, you've got to put in what you do for example how much time do you spend with the family how much time do you spend at work how much time do you spend on yourself and mine was literally three quarters of work and then the majority of it's 
um, kids and then it was just one little one of self-care because I do everything for everyone else. You know, like to get ready for a night out. Forget that. I'll be the type like, all right, I'm just coming, I'm coming. I'll do my makeup in the car. I can't remember the last time I had relaxed in the bath, shaved my legs, put my creams on and had time to do my makeup, have a glass of champagne, put the music on, have your friends around. What outfit should I I wear? Should I wear this, that? Oh, I can't wait. I can't remember them days. Yeah. I mean, look at us on the podcast. It's like, I, I just sort of, so I don't even make an effort. No, but it's like when you put makeup on, like I really only wear makeup now on a Saturday. Yeah, to look at woods and fucking no, like, flowers. <laughs> like the other day I turned up to mum's because we had a bit of a barbecue and Kate was like, oh, you put makeup on. I was like, yeah, it's Saturday. <laughs> Do you remember the time in which, like there would have been a time in your life when like Sunday was the non-make, you wore makeup six days a week and not, and now it's the other way around that is adulthood my friends <laughs> do you know what i would love to be one of those girls at half seven on the they central line they are queens with the blow-dried hair the makeup the glasses on the edge of their nose the little you know what i mean i'd love to do that but i just think it would take me two hours to try and do that but also i don't understand like they're ethereal goddesses like last week was a bit of a heat wave in the uk and i got on the train home from charing cross and my neck was dripping sweat i didn't know that was possible right yes. and then you've got these girls yes. in front of me who are like yes. 21 who look like they live in the antarctic because not a bead of sweat has touched their face all day and i'm like it's not fair <laughs> yeah yeah and the towie yeah. girls you know like all the towie girls they always look yeah. back at the Oh, to me, that is an effort. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. No. Oh, no could you must spend like no. a couple of hours, they must be, doing their hair and makeup every day. Self-care for me is trying to do a skincare routine and sticking oh, to I it. Oh, I don't even do that. I don't either, Katie. I, I just can't be obvious. It's all confusing. Yeah, it is. Like, what's retinol and this acid shit? Also, I had to ask you about it, didn't I? Yeah, and I, I said like, it's oh, too much some... for your skin. Yeah. Like, don't do it. All I use... It's like if the kids haven't poured all my bottles and all that in the water, shampoo sometimes. Oh, like, no. That's why yeah. today I thought, do you know, I'm going to hide it from Bunny because she's the worst. She gets all my good stuff. There's no point. Yeah. But all that cleansing before bed and toning, oh, my God, are you joking? When I want to go yeah. back, I'm in bed. Fuck that. <laughs> so am I. Sometimes I use Albert's nappy wipes on oh my face. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't, like that I can't. <laughs> I'm very into skincare yeah. and you just said that to me and I want to cry about I'm it. I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's why I don't wear makeup. Because I can't be bothered to take it off. Same. It's effort, isn't it? But, like, you look at teenagers today and they're all contoured and everything and it's all, like, yeah. it must have taken hours. I literally bought a foundation from the market that was two shades, three shades, too dark. I, I was orange for most of my teenage years. When they put all brown here and brown, I've tried it and I look like I'm ready for the army. Like, I have no idea how you <laughs> blend it, this and that. It's awful. And not only that, I find now, if I put makeup on, it actually makes me look older. Like, so I think under here, because your skin It starts to sink into the lines. Yes! It's not not cute. And there's no makeup that doesn't do that. No, there is not one ring... There's not one cream, I'm sorry, that gets rid of wrinkles. So, Lauren, you're really into your skincare then? Yes, ma'am. Like, what's your your routine? Girl, I've got the retinol, I've got the acid, I've got the night cream. (laughs) I got... (laughs) 
I got the serums. Like, if you want to come out, I'll give you a nice little facial. You can have five minutes. But like Katie said, there is nothing, there is no product in this world that is going to stop you aging. You can just maybe look less like a handbag when you're 70 if you start moisturizing when you're like 20. Yeah. So that's and about surgery it. Surgery doesn't make you look younger either, people have got to know. I've never really been wrinkly, but if you took my implants out, right, all my oh fillers out my lips. What would I really look? I took my hair extensions out. Oh, my God. And my teeth now. They're all on pegs. Is your, is your natural hair still curly? Oh, my God. You used to have really curly hair, didn't yes. you? Yes. Yeah. When I go on holiday. Oh, I love your hair curly, Because my t- extensions go straight and then I get, like, a frizz on top. It's so ugly. <laughs> Why can't I be one of them girls that can come out the sea with the wet hair and it dries just nice and straight? Not me. But, Katie, how many people in this world want to be one of those girls with naturally curly hair? Like... I yeah. remember, you know, like the pictures of you when you were like, yeah, when you were a teenager, your beautiful curly hair. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. See, I think as you get older, you know, sort of learn to know what you're, you, how you look better. And I do think, yeah. I'm not saying now, but I think I look better than what I did when I was younger. People might agree and say, no, you don't, you look fake. But I feel I look better. Do you feel better? Oh, that's a good question. Because that's the most important thing, isn't it, really? It's like, do you, it's like, do you feel better like more more happier more confident more all of that because we're talking a lot about looks and it's kind of you know how do you feel I'm not done yet I'll let you know when I'm happy with my looks but the thing is I don't want to because I'm starting to look like where people would look at me they're either looking at me because they know who I am or they're looking I don't mean it like that in a big-headed way or they're looking at me like oh she's had surgery you know like sometimes when you see an old lady and her hands are wrinkly, but her face is pulled up. She probably thinks you're looking because she looks good, when really you're like, fucking hell, what have you done to your face? It looks awful or whatever. And I don't want people... I know people know I've had a job, but I don't want to... Say if I went to a country and they didn't know who I am, I want them to look at me because if they say, oh, she's pretty, or, oh, my God, what surgery she's got. Do you know what I mean? I, there's, I, I'm starting to look alien. So is it for you, or is it because you want other people to think that you look pretty? Like Yeah, it's just... purely for me. That's the difference. I can't, no one can compete with anyone. There'll always be someone better looking, younger coming up, better. But what they're not better at me is in a photo shoot. And I own that, I'm afraid to say. No one can challenge me at that. And that is one thing I'm confident on. So if you see me on a shoot, what am I like? I changed. Yeah, you're I? very good. Yeah. I, I very like good. become an animal. <laughs> so I love, I love that confidence. So where does the insecurity with your appearance, like, and you were saying earlier about insecure, where does that come from? I think it's men. Yeah, I think it's men. Fuck them all. <laughs> most men I've been with, in fact, probably all of them, most of them have put me down all the time, put me down. But I don't do surgery for anyone but myself because I want to look in the mirror and I want to look good and feel good. I know I can scrub up well when I make the effort, but I'm not worried about being seen without makeup. Like, if you saw what I've got on now, or I go to the shops in pyjamas, and I don't care what I look like because I know I can scrub up. It's really weird to work out what goes in my head with me and my body. I don't even work it out myself because I don't care people seeing me like this. But... I want to know how I want to look. Yeah, mm. I think that's And I don't enough. know what that is, actually. <laughs> I don't know what... <laughs> something that's probably not possible. Do you ever ever say, Sophie, and, like, do you ever say, like, oh, don't do this or do that, or, like, is there no talking to Kate? Oh, I think, to be honest, I mean, I can say my bit, but at the end of the day, she's she's going to do it and she's an she adult. Wants, yeah. I mean, I can only say so much. 
Do you know what I mean? At the end of the day, it is up to her. I don't think you need it. You know that. I don't think you need yeah. it. And I tell you that all the time. So Yeah, but I don't go out with my tits on a shelf anymore because I want people to look at me, not my tits. Because it is off-putting. Yeah. They are massive, but I do them for me. And people are like, why have you got them so big? Because I want, I want to look at myself with the big boobs. I don't do it for anyone else. In fact, I don't even have a mouth for anyone to look apart from OnlyFans. But that comes back to the Jordan days. Me enjoying, I don't get them fully out. But I love being in front of the camera. And that's what I know best. And that's what's made who I am. And I just love doing that. So I like doing my shoots of it. But then on everyday life, you won't see on Instagram. You won't do nothing. I never flaunt my body. Most of the time you're just in trackies. I know, and and I get told off for that. Kate, make an effort, put a dress on, do this. No, I can't be bothered. (laughs) But you've come down to it again. It's like you did it just for you. And, you know, I appreciate probably a lot of our listeners can't relate, you know, exactly. But it's the same thing of like, whatever you do, make sure you're happy with it. So how you dress, are you happy with the way you dress or are you dressing because you want to hide Track yourself? Tracksuits and or, casual. Or like but other people, if, you know, because I, yeah, I, I don't want of- anyone. And even like if I'm on holiday, if you see pictures of me in a bikini, half the time I've set them up myself because I don't want a pap taking a picture of me and making money off my body like mm, that. Hell yeah. Um, and then if I'm on holiday, I actually cover up. If I, I, You hardly see me on a beach. I cover up so I don't want people to look and get their camera phone out. I get really shy like that, which is really weird. Why would I be shy to get it out? Yeah, I'll do it for a photo shoot. It's so because weird. Because you're not in control. Like you said, it's other people capitalising off of your body. Yeah, maybe it's that, yeah. Yeah, 100%. OnlyFans is like a lot of women, a lot of models taking the control back and taking the ownership back. It's their body and they're making money from it. I've got a lot of time you know for that. Anyone can do OnlyFans. Mm. Anyway, the thing is, it's got a stigma, OnlyFans, and it, that's what took me so long mm. to do it. Because you, you've got your porn, you can do whatever on it. But also, you get a lot of professional people yeah. on it now because they do a, a bit of inside of their life. It's not all about getting naked, but i that's all I've ever done is underwear shoots and that, and mm. I love it. So that's why I do OnlyFans, because I've got a lot of fans who love the but Jordan But you honestly, era. you kept saying Jordan is such a throwback, because I used to, honestly, as a I teenager, know, I used it? to read all the magazines and watch all the reality shows, and you were just there. It was just you. It was awesome. I know, but don't, I might have been there, but guess what? She is coming back. Oh, fucking hell. But there's no magazines to do them shoots anymore. That's what your OnlyFans is for. And like, any listeners in that out there or anyone you can be any shape or size they've got to remember there's always someone for some someone's attractive to something Mm. you know it's not all about being skinny big tits and all of that because that's boring no one wants to be the same anything goes on there if you've got good feet people like good feet you know (laughs) you could have good lips and people just want you to keep out and anything goes on OnlyFans and I recommend anyone try it because sex sells at the end of the day always will (laughs) and on that note so we could talk for ages we could I've really enjoyed this it's so good I feel like we would get on very well I feel like I need to invite you over for cake or something we have a night out Oh, Jesus Christ. Two different responses from Katie and Sophie there. I answered my question from earlier about how different you guys are. I got a lot of time for it. Yeah, I I don't go out much. So when I do, I'm all or nothing. Like, so she wants to go to bed like 11 o'clock. If I go on a night out, it depends. If if I'm in good company and I'm enjoying the night, then I'll stay out all night. If it's shit, I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm going home. So there you go. If you've been out with Sophie and she's gone home early, it's because you're shit company. (laughs) Thanks, Sophie. Thanks, Sophie. No, no, I don't mean it like that. But you know when you're like, 
Oh, I don't really fancy waking up with a hangover and looking after oh, a child. It's my worst so. <laughs> but it is exhausting. It's exhausting going out with me in a club yeah. because my friends that can't relax because everyone wants pictures, pictures, and I I don't like to say no. But then it's exhausting because my friends are like, "Just can you just leave her alone? Can she have a good time?" So it can ruin their night. This is another thing what people don't understand, like being. In my position, it can ruin things, doing normal things yeah. as Do well. Do you have like Katie Price? Like, because you very much had like obviously Jordan. No, I'm the same person, and that's I the trouble. That. When I have okay. a drink and I get the goods bumps on my arms, it's like, oh, oh my god, watch, I haven't heard you say that for watch years. Watch out, because we're gonna have a good night. <laughs> she'd have a little drink, and then she'd go, oh, so the goosebumps are out. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a good night. Because do you know what I love? Because to go up to London, we, I'd get a driver. So we're all in the back with a veto and we all pop the champagne, put on the sounds. We're having a laugh, taking the pictures as you do. A bit of a laugh. turn of the Mac on the yeah. tunes. Yeah, and then yes. the Mac. Mark and then Morrison. I'm like, pumps are out. Then I start all my poses and everyone's like, oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. <laughs> and then they lied to me when I'm out. They lied to me to get me out the place. Say, look, we're going somewhere else. Because I'm like, I don't want to go home yet. No, we're getting in the car and we're going somewhere else. And then as soon as I'm in the car, yeah. I fall asleep. Yeah. It's their way to get me out. <laughs> we are different this like, like that. That's a great night. I want to come to the next one. I yeah, want to go back in the car. Amazing. Oh, oh I want to dress up and put makeup on and go out. Please. <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what a drenny poo is? A drenny poo? Because I feel like that now. No. <laughs> yeah, when you're excited, you feel like you need a shit. <laughs> the drenny poo. Oh, just a nervous poo. <laughs> You've just a given me that poo. now, and wow. I'm like, I'm only going to bed. I'm cooking spaghetti bolognese. I'm going to go. Drenny oh my God. Drenny poo in my life. My face hurts. <laughs> Before we go, we've got. Have you? You know, like, have you seen the the Am I the assholes that do the rounds online? No. Basically, people like they put something out to people, and then they have to say like, Am I the asshole for this? And then people say, Yes, you're the asshole, or No, you're not the asshole. So. We would love for you guys to react with us. These are not personal stories. They're ones that people submit on Reddit and basically they've got dilemmas. So yeah. So this person has asked Reddit, am I the asshole for surprising my partner with a strange object in bed? So my partner recently revealed that he likes some sensory things in the bedroom, ice cubes, candle wax, things like that. It's not really my thing. We've tried it and I don't like it, but he keeps pushing and pushing for it. It started to frustrate me and I wanted to get my own back. Love this already. Uh, so I decided to surprise him with a frozen fish in bed. Oh, <laughs> he didn't oh. see it initially. And when I started to drag it across his back, he got really oh. excited thinking I was going to get no. on board with the whole ice thing. Oh. But then he saw the the fish and the colour drained from his face. He went through so many emotions. He went from pure bliss to mortified to absolute oh, I rage. I love that. I thought it was a funny prank that would teach him a lesson, but he did not. Am I the arsehole? Uh, I love that. That's fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah, that's oh, funny. That's not an arse, so it's funny. Or to put yeah. a man off, you know when they all, you wake up and you could just feed it in your back and you go like that with the do face sometimes <laughs> to say, that is the hint. <laughs> or if they try and do it up the bum or say, do you want my finger up your ass? And then they shut up. Say, well, do, if you're going to do stuff to me, expect it back. <laughs> I know. If you're going to get a big toy out, we'll expect it up yourself as well. Oh. That's the way you've got to look at it. You're not doing that's to me mean. what you won't have back. There you go. Yeah. I yeah. think that's more than fair. I don't like think that. she's an arsehole. I don't think so. And also no. if he's pushing her, oh, have a word. Well. No, see you later, bye. Yeah. So the fish is yeah. fine. <laughs> 
the fish is fine. Fish is the fish fine. can stay. <laughs> Talking of fishes, quickly, oh if you ever want revenge oh, on, on someone... Where are you going with this? If you ever want revenge on someone, get Always. a load of fish and pull it under their sofa pillows and it starts <gasps> smelling and smelling. They won't know where the smells come from, all the curtain or, poles. Or <laughs> sew prawns in their curtain Stop rails. Stop it, that's Yeah, fantastic. or do a shit and put the microwave on. <laughs> Did you hear that, oh, Soph? Do a shit wild. and put the microwave on. <laughs> hey! Yeah. I love it how you like, Soph, did you hear that? Do a shit and put the microwave on. <laughs> so if your house starts to smell... <laughs> it's Kate's oh, shit. <laughs> we need to hang out. And I think Sophie and Lauren need to hang out because they're both history nerds. Oh, fuck they that. They were chatting for 10 minutes before you came on, Katie, and I honestly fell asleep. No offence. Oh. But it's wonderful. But yeah, I said no. things and you knew what they meant and no one does and I'm so excited. Talking of that, so my house is old, right? Mm. And in the attic, some builders found some boxes. And in it, what is it, Soph? I was like, oh, what's all this? And she's so fascinated. She reckons it should be in museums, like the proper stuff I got. In the loft, in this box, there's all like maps of like the trenches in France and like, all like secret documents oh, like cool. marks, like secret it's nuts but i think it should go to imperial war museum no personally. i want fucking yeah. money for it no you take it to the museum <laughs> fuck that i want the money my museum is i set up a shed and people can pay to fucking look at it we can talk about history another time sophie don't worry about it i'm buzzing for it oh i'll switch off on that one <laughs> fuck it, you know <laughs> What are you watching on telly? Hikings or something? Vikings? But on oh my Vikings on Amazon. Well, because it's spicy. Oh, they are divine. Also, I've got a really, I just got a bit of a, an anecdote that relates to history, but then it does relate to Katie. It's so brilliant. So I remember I did history for my degree. But basically, yeah, so it was like, we'll cut back to June, tw- June, July 20. 20- no, 2010, and I'd finished my degree and I was like, I never want to read a history book ever again. My brain is on fire. I need to read something that like is not a history book. And you know, the first book I read out of uni was your book, Kate. Gates. <laughs> <laughs> Someone it? gave it to me. Oh my God, the Gareth Gates bit, the, the boyfriend had with the wall on his ball. No, 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 mate. No, the, the fictional book, the fictional book. Angel. Oh Angel. my God, it's the original spicy book. No, I love that. Right, we know the kids want their spag bowls. So we're going to let you go but what an interesting chat honestly I think you're brilliant is it what you thought we'd be like yes uh, yes and no oh why no 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 I don't I don't really know I was you know I was really nervous today and I don't know why and because this is I think this is because if I'm really honest this conversation is very different to the stuff that we talk about on Go Love Yourself like our podcast so I was like oh, I wonder how it's going to go sorry. but then I listened <laughs> no 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 that's a good, no, that's a good thing sorry. that's a good thing um, sorry I meant that's a good thing but then I listened to your podcast today and I was just like, it's so nice just to hear two women talking about stuff. And I listened to your your dating and heartbreak one, and it was so good. And I was like, actually, I'm re- like, I'm buzzing for it. So it was it was what I expected because it's like just listening to your podcast. So I really enjoyed it. Real, it's just not been your mates. Yeah, mate, it really isn't is. It? I've really enjoyed yeah. it. Right, I've got to do my spag bowl. So you wrap it up, Laura. All right. <laughs> 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 Thank you so much, both of you. Thank you so much. Thank you. 
oh my god I really really enjoyed that yeah I did too and actually do you know what I I found Katie really endearing more than I sort of thought and I I I felt somewhat conflicted I don't know about you a a little bit about having her on the podcast because Mm. she's very open about cosmetic surgery and I'm sort of not really sure how I how I feel about it and I sort of wondered if we'd have conflicting views but I really like her. I, f- I think she's just very open, very honest, very genuine. And I think for me, what was really interesting was saying about her insecurities and that it kind of made me sad in a way. I mean, we talk about this all the time about how you can be a size six or 26 or whatever. It doesn't matter your size or what you look like. We all have body hangouts and insecurities. But a lot of her decisions, like to have surgery or to do things with her hair or her face are all driven by insecurity and a lot of that by mm. men. And I just found that, in equal parts sad and fascinating yeah and and also and almost not surprising yeah. because again because she's been in the public eye for so long mm-hmm. we might know some of it do you know what i mean so it's that thing and it's like well gosh no wonder i think rest assured our lovely listeners that we, we both had trepidation about the episode for perhaps the reasons that you think but also it was a really good opportunity to have that conversation about surgery because body autonomy is really really important it's your body your choice and i go back to my point in the recording i made about you should really be doing it for the right reasons. And, you know, Katie perhaps even said, maybe she hasn't always, which was really interesting. And perhaps we all haven't done things for the right reasons. You know, I definitely joined Slimming World back in the day for the wrong reasons. And I definitely spent hours on a cross train that I fucking hated for the wrong reasons, usually for a boy. So we've all done it. And it's just a different take on body confidence, I think. So... We were both anxious about it, but I really enjoyed it. I think I think it's such a brilliant perspective. Yeah, I think it's also interesting that I feel like she's such a product of growing up in the media and like, like it's really interesting, isn't it? Like the ownership that I think the media feels like they have over her. And so no wonder like she's grown up in such a spotlight that, yeah, and even now, like she said, like she's papped all the time. There's literally people at the other end of her road constantly. There's drones over her house. I can't imagine what it must be like to live like that. And also mm. have people comment on what you look like constantly as well. Like, let alone <sighs> talk about your disabled son. I think she's she's very resilient, but you can also tell that she is still like, and she said it, didn't she? Like, I'm still human. I'm still a person. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just a very interesting person. Yeah. And her insecurity was really interesting because I know I've seen interviews about her say that before, but it was actually quite interesting to kind of see it in, you know, we're recording online, but in like real life. Yeah. And Joe, I wish I'd, I'd asked now really is, is about Sophie and her her and Katie seem so close as sisters and I'm so close to my sister and what that must be like to see your sister go through that kind of thing or or the way that the world talks about Mm. someone that you love the most must be really difficult but I mean they were just really great guests we had such a good crack I think that's probably one of the longest recordings we've ever had because we just chatted and chatted she was exactly like you know how she came across on the podcast is exactly how she was when we weren't recording and I think that is true yeah. of her isn't it what you see is what you get so you know I'm, I think she's probably very much like Marmite yeah but I I really enjoyed the chat and the honesty so I'm really grateful that she came on thank you so much for listening everyone and um, we will be back next week for a new episode but if you want more of us in the meantime make sure you follow our Instagram at go love yourself pod and join our Facebook group go love yourself community or if you'd like to get in touch with us you can email go love at crowdnetwork.co.uk you can also 
support the show by subscribing on Patreon or Apple Podcasts, where you can get ad-free and early episodes for £1 a week. Or you can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. And just a quick reminder about our live shows. They're all in London on Monday the 30th of October, Tuesday the 21st of November and Wednesday the 20th of December. There's more information and a link to buy your tickets in the episode description. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. Crowd Network, a place where you belong.